0: Christy Kane, thanks so much for joining us. You were at the centre of a series of dramatic internal disputes within the Labor Party, which surfaced at the recent State Party conference, which have now spilled over into Unions WA, the peak body of trade unions in Western Australia. I wanted to take the opportunity to go through some of the issues that gave rise to that dispute. Let's start with what happened on the conference floor last month. What was behind the effort to disqualify an MUA delegate? And is it true MUA members and other members of the progressive Labour faction walked out deliberately on a welcome to country session or was that a distortion by the mainstream media? Uh,
1: Thanks, Alex. Thanks, listeners. Um, Look, firstly, mate, um, yeah, we'll talk about the uh, welcome to country. This union has a proud history um, in respect to our indigenous affairs and uh, welcome to country, we will never walk out on that. Uh, and we certainly didn't. Um, and you can see by footage that our members stayed uh, until Welcome to, to Country was finished. So, um, you know, there was a bit behind the internal dispute inside the ALP with, uh, with um, them dis- disallowing one of an MUA um, uh, delegate, uh, and they on the left, or the so-called left, knew that the night before, um, it was explained to them um, and they took no notice of uh, it. And they knew there was going to be a walkout, and they uh, deliberately, in our view, um, changed the agenda uh, around that walkout. So it was pre pretty, uh, pretty done by the left.
0: Now, Christy, the MUA has been accused by some within the Labor Party and outside the Labor Party of trying to stack out the Labor Party, to beef up its party membership numbers to increase its influence over policy and pre-selection of candidates, particularly through its affiliation with the Fish Army, a group committed to protecting Coburn Sound from overdevelopment, particularly the development of an outer harbour. What do you say to those accusations, Christy? Has MUA acted legitimately in signing up members for the Labor Party?
1: Well, I think that's every union's choice in respect to uh, signing people up into the Labour Party. We signed up into the Labour Party for a number of reasons. Um, um, it, it wasn't just to be in the Labour Party and do as we're told by the McGowan government. It was more to put a bit of balance uh, and for working-class people to have a say inside the party. Um, um, but obviously it isn't working out that way and um, we have every right as a union, let me tell you, uh, um, We don't believe the Labour Party or the McGowan government has done absolutely anything for um, the Maritime uh, Union workers and, in fact, blue-collar workers. Um, Absolutely nothing. Uh, They lined up. uh, We asked them to go and talk to Alcoa when, you know, over uh, 120 seafarers lost their jobs. Um, We asked them to go and talk to BHP when over uh, 80 seafarers were... uh, um, lost their jobs and stuck on the dole. Uh, and we've asked them to support us in a working port here in Fremantle, which I believe will be a, a massive election issue uh, for anyone, any government that tries to move this port down uh, down south. Yeah,
0: let's go on to the question of the port, uh, Christy, because last month the Westport Task Force released its shortlist of five options for the long-term handling of freight transport. All five options recommended the construction of a new container port in Quinana, and only two of the five options included an ongoing role for Fremantle Port. Why is the MUA opposed to the construction of an outer harbour in Quinana? What will that mean for the employment of Wharfies? Uh, Because I know you've gone on the record as saying up to 8,000 jobs will be under threat.
1: Yeah, not only Wharfies jobs. Let's get it firstly right. We, We went and abided by the McGowan government in respect to Westport Task Force. They opened it up. They said there was a 20 million budget there. And it was more or less over the next couple of years going to come out and and debate the issues inside the Westport uh, Task Force to go back to the government. Um, We were at every meeting, and we have been to every meeting. And I believe the Westport Task Force was uh, in agreement with the MUA around Fremantle. As soon as them recommendations and the five recommendations went to uh, Cabinet or to the McGowan government, things changed. Fremantle was about number 16 or number 18 on the list Um, even though we believe Westport was, uh, and especially the chair was supporting our position in uh, Fremantle as a working port and we could work around and how we would organise In respect to the 8,000 jobs, it's not just maritime jobs, it is um, small businesses uh, uh, white collar unions uh, jobs, uh, and with 130 years of of history and struggle, of course, it it maintains uh, wharfies jobs because we know, and it is factual, that once a port is built down there in the outer harbour, it will be automated and uh, you'll see robots um, working down there instead of human beings, wharfies and seafarers and port workers doing that work. So we've got a fight on our hands and um, it makes me absolutely sick in the stomach when I hear... Uh, McGowan um, say, uh, oh, it wasn't agreed. We'll go by what the Westport Task Force recommends, rah, 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 but we are going to build a port down there when there is absolutely no need to build a port down there as this port's only running at 38, 39% capacity anyway.
0: Christy Kane. last week the MUA decided to disaffiliate from Unions WA, the peak representative body for trade unions in Western Australia. What was the reasoning for that decision and will it have an impact on the MUA's ability to work with other unions that it perhaps perceives as a little too close to uh, the McGowan government?
1: Look, we work, let's be honest about it. We've been, so for the last 20, well, 20 years, 18 years I've been in this office, we've always supported Unions WA and we've always been a supporter of rallies, protests, pickets anything for white collar unions we've done. We've uh, um, helped them financially on picket lines and you've seen us uh, and the majority of our members walking off the job time in time out uh, in respect to Unions WA and other unions. For the very first time I have ever seen in 40 years uh, unions or so called, and they call themselves left, some left unions, vote to get rid of jobs, um, it is an absolute, absolute disgrace uh, at an ALP conference. Um, My view, Union's uh, WA secretary um, should have come out and condemned BHP, should have come out and condemned uh, Alcoa, should have come out and condemned the Labour Party uh, for taking this avenue in respect to the Outer Harbour, because... We're an affiliate, or was an affiliate of um, of Unions WA, and unions should stick together where jobs are concerned uh, or automation is. Um, so, to be to be blunt, and um, there's some unions there that uh, thought, "Oh, well, we're voting this way." because the McGowan government's telling them to vote this way and they think it's going to be better for
0: them. Speaking of unions sticking together and looking finally at the wider industrial relations landscape in Australia at the moment, the so-called Ensuring Integrity Bill is before the federal parliament uh, currently or will be voted on soon. It will allow the Morrison government to deregister trade unions that it doesn't like, essentially, uh, using spurious means. And there's talk that uh, some of the crossbenchers are going to support the bill. And this comes at the same time as... The Victorian Secretary of the CFMU, John Setka, is coming under attack from the federal opposition leader, Anthony Albanese. So it's a critical time for unions in many ways. What do you think in terms of the broader union strategy? Should people like John Setka be coming under attack from his own party at a time when there is legislation like the Ensuring Integrity Bill before the federal parliament?
1: Well, I make it it quite clear from from my point of view in respect to John Setka, we support him. Um, we can have other unions uh, and especially the ACTU as well and the Labour governments turn down and say, you're going to resign. And um, the only people who can make John second resign is his membership. And uh, I've been over there at his mass meetings and of his delegates uh, and it's 100% support for John. Um, in respect, it's very sad for people sticking their nose in to internal affairs of the union um, and in respect of what 's happened with his own life privately, um, a lot of people don 't understand and don 't know what actually the facts are with John I do uh, and i 'll be sticking right beside John Secker right to the death, and um, make no mistake about that we 'll be there with him in this, in any type of struggle and if people think that they 're not going to introduce the integrity bill just because of John Shecker, they 're kidding themselves. They've had this on, on the carpet for a long, long time. I wouldn't be putting my oats up with um, Jackie Lambie or, or any of them crossbenchers. Um, the facts are the integrity bill is there. The Liberal governments are going to go and bring it in, and it's not about John Secker. Um, they're just using John, uh, very sadly, and his family, and I'll be sick and solid with John in respect all the way through that.